I was not a big winner of sporting trophies as a child, though I did score the most improved beginner trophy at Highland Dancing once. I couldn't believe I had to give it back the next year. John Shields, on the other hand, was very good at swimming. Here's the story of his precious object for Life in 500 Words. For a short space, it sat in my mother's mirror-back crystal cabinet, looking a tad misplaced among the fine china and crystal wares. An ornate sugar bowl, bechromed on the exterior, gilded within, complete with decorative handle, with discreet attachment from which to suspend a matching sugar spoon. Engraved on the plated exterior was the name of yours truly, along with details of a late sporting triumph. A sugar bowl masquerading as a trophy or a trophy masquerading as a sugar bowl. For me, such niceties mattered little, for it was my prized possession. I'd been a chubby kid, and childhood sporting accolades were the lot of my kid sister. Then on the cusp of my teens, I learned how to swim. I took to the notatory arts with alacrity, and was chuffed on later securing a bronze medallion competing over 400 metres freestyle at district championship level. Even the latter seemed but a trinket of sorts come the advent of the Sugar Bowl under review. It had happened that the neighbouring Bensdale Swimming Club had elected to open its annual one-mile Mitchell River Swim to all comers. I'd fancied my chances. Early on the day of the event, I hitchhiked to Bensdale, 60-odd miles in the old measure. The host club chose to play it safe when it came to outsiders. I was allocated the scratch mark in what was billed a handicap event. Still, it was unlikely organisers fancied I'd prove the proverbial smoky in the lineup. I blitzed the field and won the race convincingly. Then, job done, hitchhiked on home. Our local swim club president, intrigued by my exploits, later arranged for a brief para referencing same to appear modestly tucked away in the columns of the local paper. But real satisfaction came with the arrival of that prized winner's trophy, forwarded post-event and appropriately engraved in my honour. Blame what follows on the vibe of the times. Come the first of a series of shared house appointments spread over the late 70s and beyond, I took possession of my prize. It left the rarefied confines of my mother's crystal cabinet. Taking my lead from Le Cabousier, form follows function, my trophy went on to grace our sharehouse dining table for a time, fulfilling an unassuming role as a humble sugar bowl. A constant and reassuring tabletop reminder of my sporting exploits. Meantime, coincidentally, I'd secured summer employment as attendant in charge of the local public swimming pool. Alas, I'd not counted on the peccadilloes of gunja-smoking housemates high on hooch with fortified stashes of prime gear secreted about the premises. Come that fateful day, I arrived home from work to discover how housemate, I call him out right now, even though he lately departed this world unseemly soon, Charlie Farley had in his cruel fancy divine valuated benefits in converting my prize trophy to a custom-made mold bowl to mend his premium spiff. Charlie Farley. He'd wrenched the decorative handle from a victor's bowl, discarded the sugar spoon, then somehow bent the bowl rim down to form a rounded edge, a la old-style dessert bowl. What could a forlorn trophy owner do? 
Aside from feeling mightily peed off, the damage was already done. Evidence of a past triumph sadly and irredeemably mangled. It was difficult, but obligatory, or perhaps given 70s zeitgeist, Buddhist, to adopt a philosophical stance, leaving bygones be bygones. It did not occur to me at the time to seize the damaged goods, even years on when the said perpetrator fancy he harboured that sad remnant somewhere among his sundry possessions, I was still too tardy to assert rights of repossession. All that remains is this story. A story, a story. Let it come, let it go. If it be sweet or not so sweet, save some for yourself, share some with a friend, and let some come back to me. John Shields there with sound engineering on that beautiful story by Carey Dell. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.